I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. And then six months later, while shopping for slightly damaged Timberland chuckers at the Gabrielle Brothers uh, department show, store, I happened to run into Rakia Curry, who had sat in my classroom at Wilkinsburg as an approximately inappropriate 14-year-old freshman now 16 rakia had a job at popeyes on penn avenue and was beginning to make the transition back to being an actual human i liked her she saw me and greeted me the exact same way every single student would when they happened to see me outside of school mr young i didn't know you shopped at gabe's for the record Ah. i'd also at various points during my teaching career heard the following mr young i didn't know you went to church mr young i didn't know you got haircuts mr young i didn't know you went to kennywood once while at giant eagle i even heard mr young i didn't know you ate food <laughs> apparently the students assumed we teachers stop existing when they exist exited our classrooms like i used to think that like motion sensor lights with sentience and homework assignments now rakia was tiny even for a teenage girl she was barely five feet tall and maybe weighed 95 pounds she also spoke in an aggressive de- aggressively delicate whisper you'd hear the sound of her voice and you weren't sure if she was if it was her talking or a kitten laughing as i was leaving the store with brian she waved at me from the driver's seat of a car she was driving this tiny and mousy little girl just two years earlier once asked to be excused from the room while i showed the class michael jackson's thriller video because it was too scary had a fucking license and was driving a fucking car all the driving related tasks i allowed to frighten and overwhelm me were apparently mastered by a girl who still shopped at kids Foot Locker. <laughs> this broke something inside of me not a levy releasing a new and advanced hyper specific strain of shame but specifically relief seeing rakia's lilliputian ass pushing a 2000 pound chevy malibu dissipated all of the daunt i'd attached to doing it myself if she could do it i totally definitely absolutely could i also felt well stupid so fucking stupid like the dumbest motherfucker who ever lived i'd allowed this task to become such an albatross that it blinded me to the fact that the source of my shame was about the solution i a 26 year old man hadn't yet done something that 16 year olds regularly do which also meant that this impossible task was something 16 year olds regularly did so it couldn't be that fucking hard hey welcome to the blackout to podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a saturday afternoon we had to do it at a special time uh because we just uh we did the we had the memorial for karen's mom so um you know we uh we had to start a little later i was thinking about just taking a day off but karen was like no let's do it so let's do this we're here doing it um of course you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic wherever you're listening to us now uh search the blackout tips go to our website theblackouttips.com leave comments vote in the polls you can leave uh voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less at 704-557-0186 that's 704 704- five five seven zero one eight six and you can email us the black guy who tips at gmail.com we'll be going through all of your stuff that you sent us we'll go through your five-star reviews on uh stitcher and itunes mm-hmm. um and all that stuff we'll even talk about the money you guys donated but first i just wanted to say this excerpt that i'm reading is from damon young's what doesn't kill you makes you blacker um and i i love this because i do this too i get this inside my head there's normal shit every day people do and sometimes i don't know if everybody goes through this but sometimes i'm the one that's petrified of these things and 
i don't know why there's no necessary rhyme or reason and then if after a while not doing the thing makes it become bigger than it was right so now it's a hurdle of for example not learning to swim is a big one that a lot of people have right yeah me you're included. like right when you're a kid you're like i want to learn to swim or you know hey swimming you know people swim all the time and when you get older you know and i'm not talking about the specific racialization of swimming but mm-hmm. when you get older you're like oh yeah i should learn to swim and then you get old, and then eventually it's like i can't just go to day camp and learn to swim i can't just go to summer camp and learn to swim i can't take a swimming class at school learn to swim now i'm an adult i have to now pay for a class go to a special place get special clothing to learn how to swim yes, and sir. now it's a thing and now that it's a thing i don't want to do it you know and one of the things that has consistently been the thing that got me over the hurdle is seeing how mundane this thing that i'm i put on a pedestal of not even a pedestal on like a top of a mountain that is like a fear mountain that's like you can't do this it's too scary (laughs) that thing often sit your ass down is often a thing that a lot of people do and not just that but let's say you do fail at it now in the case of swimming you you drown and you die <laughs> right. but 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 in most cases let's say you fail at learning how to swim it doesn't mean you drown and you die you you're at the ymca in a pool someone will save you you'll be yes, okay yes they will but um in general even failure there are options around failure mm-hmm. even failure you can learn you can continue maybe it takes you three times to learn how to swim maybe it takes you three times to learn how to drive you know but it's funny because we find ways to cope with these things i can't drive i'm taking the bus everywhere i'm getting ubers i'm doing this but i'm at the mercy of some other person at this point yes you are you know um and there's also give and take right well i can't drive but hey at least i don't have to pay a car bill i'm not yeah, i ain't got to put gas in it yes, yeah it's not it's knocking it's 22 that. to both not knocking that but just the fear of it it's like a skill you should learn and you should have and i i know that's been a thing for me with certain hurdles and one of the things that really put pushed me over the edge for a lot of stuff was looking at other people and being like well if you know if this other person can drive a car why am i so scared you know this other person learns how knows how to swim why should i be afraid to learn how to swim you know so that's what it made me think of and it was uh just listen to that uh until you read that it was hilarious because I you I was that child who whenever I walked out the classroom, I don't know why, but I thought the teachers just I guess went into the back room and just popped out the next day. Cause when you I saw a teacher somewhere, I'm looking like you do shit too. Like I was I, I it was a huge until I got older, it was a huge disconnect that the teachers have lives. Yeah, especially if they're like kind of younger, right? And it's like you forget that they're not like while you're in the classroom and plus you're young so you think like you're 13 14 15 you think 30 is like about to ancient. die ancient they're like, gonna croak tomorrow right you're like there's an old dead person in my <laughs> classroom they don't know the latest dance and shit but then you're out of the mall one day and you see a teacher and you're like oh that's right they're a human fucking being you know um so yeah that's definitely something that i've you know experienced or whatever yeah and it's also one of those things where you know when i got older and i realized teacher had kids i was like you were teaching you got kids the right. duh karen they're human being but like i said i was the i was one of them you eat two type of children because like i said in my mind for whatever fucking reason it was disconnect yeah life must be so weird for teachers because also when you're in school at least for me anyway i know i had like tremendous respect for the the role of a teacher you know what i mean even if i didn't necessarily think 
even if they weren't a good teacher right i just in my mind teachers they they they, they run the world then i became an adult and you live a life and you see that teachers don't get paid well Mm-mm. you see that people don't respect teachers people right. you know teachers oftentimes work you know three-fourths of the year or whatever and then they have like the summer off and they got to get another job mm-hmm. people don't want to pay for their uh, school supplies like all the things you learned as a kid about respect your teachers teachers have an important job right. whatever someone wants to demean an athlete or a rich person what do they say i mean it's not like they're a teacher teachers and doctors should be getting paid the most money blah 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 but our society absolutely does not feel that way about teachers agreed um so yeah it's i had all this reverence and then you see them out somewhere at chipotle and it does blow your mind you're like what teachers just go to chipotle i thought they ate in the library of congress because they're so important in and learning all the time and they're so smart so yeah it was definitely a thing for me to see like a teacher at the mall or something yeah and um when you were talking about like that that hurdle of of something that's it could turn into something bigger when you look at it and you know you look at like well, this little girl who's a fraction of my age can out here and do this shit. And I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, the world's going to end. I don't know what to do when you're like, oh, this is shit that people do all the time. Um, depending on what it is, I can be like that. But I I have always had the type of personality. I was like, okay, let's do it. You know, yeah. uh, but when it comes to swimming, it's one of those things I was like, oh, I can't swim. My black ass ain't getting in that water. We having a pool party with I, I'm not going. You know, they was like, wow. I was like, because motherfuckers don't realize when somebody tells them that you can't fucking swim, they want to throw the joke out there. We'll throw you in the pool. The fuck you will. My black ass ain't coming. Right. Like, like they don't understand the fear and the panic that comes over people. Or when you go, I don't, I don't know how to swim. People go, oh, you can swim. No, no, bitch. I, do, I, I wouldn't lie to you about no shit like that. When you got to come and fucking save me, you can be like, oh shit, she was telling the truth, bitch. Yes. Right. But you know what's funny? That's also your fear talking because that doesn't happen that often. You know what I mean? I'm not saying never. Right, right. But the i most people that you care about that are your friends if you say hey i want to go to the pool party they're not going to be like well now i'm going to drown you because i would like to murder somebody during my birthday that's, yeah like that's you said my th- dream. Th- and that was that fear talking yeah. going well i won't be there then right and i know for a while you took like water classes at the ymca mm-hmm. i need to do that again yes yeah um you know and i'm my parents put me in the in the ymca classes and then that's how i learned to swim um and then also i learned uh when i was also in a summer camp you know we would go out they had a pool and lifeguard and i was swimming there so but yeah it's just funny because i remember the anxiety of swimming and honestly i still would have anxiety to this day i'm sure if it was like jumping off the diving board into the deep end or something uh i don't know why but the height always bothers me i know mm. mentally it's nothing different and i've done it before because you you have to do it to pass swimming class um mm. it's like the last thing uh is jump off the diving board and then swim to the shallow end and then you can get out um and you do need to learn that lesson because the thing that it takes away from you is the fear because once you go through it you're like oh why the fuck was i tripping like it's fu- like not only is it not scary it's fun no there's only two type of people that drown really overconfident people and people who freeze up because they're scared right you know and so you kind of want to be in the middle like i'm not you know overconfident i don't think i can just swim across a lake or some shit right but like at a pool like i can go in a pool and swim and you know i'll stay in the middle middle to shallow end and stay out of the deep end i don't really i'm not one of those people but yeah it's just i just think it's kind of interesting because 
those things become bigger and bigger as you grow up you, you think they will become smaller but now it's like a fucking thing i can't swim and now i have to dictate all my you know issues through this and the other right. thing that's weird is you went swimming in jamaica every day to mm-hmm. to do the thing and it never occurred to me that you don't know how to swim i should have been scared of shit and been like what the <laughs> fuck are you doing in the water you know but but you made it fine you were like you were able to do it or whatever but you know because i'm one I, i'm not i'm not I, i'm one of them because when i took uh the adult class years ago there's some people just the water itself starts to panic like mm-hmm. they don't want their face getting wet none of that like the water itself does not panic me so i i can be in the water mm-hmm. you know i can um on the shallow i can sit in the water with with the goggles on like that part doesn't bother me my panic comes when i can't touch the ground anymore that's when right. my panic kind of touches me so i was like, okay let's go i found out how to wear properly strap my life vest on and i found out that uh the life vest was designed to make my black ass float mm-hmm. so i was like precautions so i would because i knew i couldn't swim i made sure all the precautions on top of the precautions worked so my ass wouldn't drown so i got my ass out there and had a good time but no i was snorkeling every fucking day and no i couldn't swim but i was having a ball but but like you say it's strange that i don't know how to swim but my black ass got out there was like come on y'all get out here too they're looking like but karen you can't swim and i'm like i don't give a fuck so that's why i said i need to know how to swim for the simple fact that i know that i will it will be a lot more enjoyable to me yeah you should take another class man um all right that is uh today's reading rainbow butterflies in the sky i can go twice as high twice as high take a look it's in a book open that book reading rainbow get your ass to reading i can go anywhere Anywhere, 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 take a go. Please grow a reading rainbow. I can be anything, anything. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. Reading rainbow. Okay, remix. I just need people to say that. I also sound happy when we sing the song. I'm sick of being left out. There's too many people out here talking about how the joy in Karen's voice. <laughs> like it's not two oh, people in the studio. You trying to outjoy me. I don't think that's gonna happen. Well, sir. I just did. You've been served. No, you cannot outjoy me. Write in everybody, let her know that I'll make it to poll. Cause I clearly won today. <laughs> nice try. Um all right. <laughs> before we move on. Before we move on uh like Roger said earlier we had the memorial service and y'all it was actually beautiful we were talking about on the way home it was a nice service and it was like a, a phantom union i walked up in there i hadn't seen family members in like 20 years i was like good god i ain't seen y'all niggas in forever so it was good to get to see family and friends and and loved ones and things like that the service went really really well and um my mama she has well my aunt who raised me y'all my mama she has a a green what they call like a, a extra green thumb because uh some of our friends had sent like flowers and stuff to her house and i know they've been there about mm, week and some change but i'm not talking about plants y'all i'm talking about like flower flowers them bitches were still shining i was like 
oh my god she kept them things alive all this time i don't know what kind of green thumb she got but lord knows she got a green thumb so when it was over they was like we got some plans you i said no mm-mm, don't you giving to me the countdown will be on to their death give them to my mom and let her have all the oxygen and extra fresh air in her house <laughs> so she can breathe all the air because they're gonna die at my house and all the plants and stuff people got they done grown three inches taller i was like mama yeah you you keep all that stuff yep um also thank you to the people that uh donated to the uh facebook charity thank you thank you so very much it meant the world to me uh that people thought enough about me to do that so i wanted to let i went from zero to whatever that amount is so thank you yeah, it was a nice happy time i enjoyed myself um the pastor of course did preach even though they said you know just to give words of encouragement he went ahead and went into the fullest you know gave us a sermon yeah i was like yeah because preachers preach that's that's, that's you know what was gonna happen yeah. I, I was waiting on it um i did realize that i don't know any of the church songs <laughs> uh, i did only one i knew for sure was the one that everybody knows which is that last like amen that song that song i knew that one <laughs> so i was like one out of five guys no you i, I would because i raised the church five most of those songs are very traditional particularly if you go to like ame zions mm-hmm. baptist type of churches it's them songs where you don't even need to pick up the hymn book after a while because you don't read them even if somebody remix it you know it just had to kind of go you know how black people is you're gonna have different versions so one person singing three people singing in the background their version of it and so that's you know because we negroes and so that's how it went and everybody just clapped and sang along and had a good time yeah um but like i said as a heathen the way my heathenry is set up <laughs> i didn't know none of them songs um oh go ahead they had some good food afterwards they had fried chicken they baked chicken macaroni cheese greens, green beans uh peach cobbler. cobbler then they had cakes and teas yeah, and nice. all that type of stuff it was it was one of those things where when they was like oh go this way you open up a door you go down the hallway you turn the corner it was like a map mm-hmm. so once you got to the end it was like what oh there's food back here and they literally everybody in the sanctuary might as well have came and got food everybody could take to go plates it the food was good y'all we had a good time yeah so it was it was good man everybody was you know there in a positive spirit mm-hmm. so that that meant a lot it um, did it, it wasn't stressful or anything so i'm just glad that it, it turned out to be a very uh positive event it was a lot of love a lot of talking laughing i got to see some of my friend friends that i hadn't seen in forever um one of my friends uh she's uh somebody who i've known her for a long time and we don't talk that often but anytime we talk it's kind of like you i'm like you we pick right up like we never skipped a beat and that's how it is we might not talk for 10 years when we talk hey girl how you doing how your baby's doing how your husband doing that's how it was like we 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 just keep it talking you know i've i was with her when uh, we we've been friends when she was with her first husband got divorced she's remarried she has another baby and i've been there just cheering and supporting her on and it's just one of those things where uh people take true friends for granted and people think that friendship means we have to be all all upon each other all the time but that's in my definition that's all we're not always true friendship and people have things to do and families and lives to leave and stuff like that so it felt really good to see her yep my parents came my niece came yes. my niece's uh, mother came like 
yeah it was just cool it was like a much a very positive atmosphere you know i know for a while you know you were just wondering if you were going all this type of stuff but you know it's that kind of thing where i think uh you only get events like this they're literally once one-time events right and you know i think it's one of those things where you regret it if you may you may regret it if you don't go correct but you the i you almost never regret it for going for me that's been my experience and and i I, and i'm the kind of person that i can i'd rather live with i went and it wasn't good and i didn't appreciate it and i wish i hadn't gone i'd rather live with that than than the regret of i didn't go and now you know i i have to wonder if if that was the right move for for the rest of my life and i can't make it up you know right because i know some something similar happened with my brother you know for his wedding and stuff and i it was a situation where i wasn't sure if i was gonna go and all this stuff and i i went and not only was it was it great i, I had a great time Me too. uh met my in-laws they're, mm-hmm. they're great people um and great road trip and all this mm-hmm. stuff um but like you know it's one of those situations where i know that if i hadn't gone it just it wouldn't be the same right you know now that's a happy quote-unquote occasion but in a, in a way this is a happy occasion it because was. you know uh this is about the connections that we form in life and mm-hmm. people's memorials funerals and stuff is really for the living right. and it's a celebration of like their life tied all these people together and brought all these connections and there is something positive about that you know right and it's also one of the things where uh people told stories about mm-hmm. my mama that i never heard of and it was laughter mm-hmm. it, it was it was like literally laughter a lot of smiling right you know a lot of happiness you know even the preacher was talking he's like you her daughter i said yeah he's like i can tell by that big old smile on your face yeah we were sitting right in front of that big picture and uh the picture y'all really do look alike you know like y'all favor a lot yes um, we do so you know especially when she had the fro and all that stuff mm-hmm. so. I, and i love that picture when i was going yeah. through her pictures i was trying to figure out which one and i wanted and my mama has like an old school pictures like in her 20s and it was a gorgeous smile mm-hmm. and she had like a really really big fro in that picture and i was like i want this one right so shouts out to my aunt debbie lord you know what have y'all ever had an aunt that she's just the best aunt in the whole wide world and y'all never met a better person than this woman that's how my aunt debbie is i've never Mm -hmm. met a better human being than her and she literally will give you everything to close up her back if you need it and she got it or she gonna make it happen she's been like that all my life and i told her this is the picture i wanted so when she initially tried to get it done it was like one of them tinier pictures so she was like well they said that they couldn't um do this and blow it up as big as as you would like so what she did she took it and, and did some photocopying and finagled and took them like a larger version and they took it and they blew it up and they made a, a really beautiful uh picture in the urn uh y'all the urn was gorgeous urn if i'm pronouncing that right you're right was was, was was gorgeous i got one with like these rose petals all over it mm-hmm. and it was absolutely uh beautiful yeah. I, I i'm so because like i said i was debating on it if i wanted to go but I'm glad that I that I went, and I, I you know what I on hindsight I think I probably would have regretted not going if I right. would have opted not to go. But like you say, sometimes you have to come to your own conclusion. So it was something I was like I don't know, but then in my heart I was like you know what yes I'm I'm going to go. Yeah, it's funny because Carol Carol's you know debating this earlier in the week, and I was you know I I'm not a pusher, so you know she was like I you know I might not want to go I might not feel like going blah 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 and I was thinking my whole time like 
you are definitely gonna want to go you definitely gonna end up going you will regret if you don't go i didn't say any of this right because i was like at that point i'm like it's um you got like a week and a half to make up your mind but slowly i'm you know i can see her be like yeah i am gonna go and i you know at the time i was like well if she's going obviously i'm gonna go because um you know can't have you out there by yourself you know depending on how because you never know it could have been a really sad occasion and then you know you don't want to be driving home and stuff right so i'm like obviously we're going together blah like I, in my mind i had already blocked off this whole day i didn't <laughs> even think we would be doing the show um but uh yeah she you know i just but i wasn't gonna tell her like listen i know you're gonna go you need to go <laughs> let's get to the end i'm gonna go i'm not going to do anything that day i'm just gonna set it like i just was like i've just i'll just wait for her to get to that point so yeah I, I figured we would get there now it was for the best so all right now we can get into the show right guys um yes. some of you guys did give uh some money the show money 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 okay and we do have to give you guys your shout out i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day new day new pay yvonne m (laughs) thank you for the recurring donation adam s michael s NAP, Tom W. Jr., Noel W., Bomani Jones of High, Highly Questionable, High Noon, and, uh, and, and The Right Time, and, uh, just the even, the evening, everything. He's just everywhere. everywhere. Google Bomani Jones. He's everywhere. He's blowing up. He's doing big things. Uh, Miss Hathaway, uh, Laura E., Rita May C., Pete B., Renate M., my girl Olivia from Chicago. Ricky A. Pretty Ricky with the comb. David from Brooklyn. Black Film Press Comics. Laura F. And that's everybody. Thank you for the recurring donations. Thank you. It's so hard to look up when you look down. I sure would hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. Today's a new day, but there is no sunshine. Nothing but clouds and it's dark in my heart. And it feels like a cold night. Today's a new day, but tell me where are my blue skies? Where is that love, y'all? There is a love and the joy that you promised to tell me is all right. I almost gave up up my power that I can't explain. Fell from heaven like a shower and I smile. Even when it hurts me, I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been for a while, I smile. I smile. I, I mean, ha ha ha, have a great time, yay! 
see how happy i was that song that was, i'm happier than karen everybody look let's get you to, are not gonna out casey and jojo you didn't laugh ooh, you didn't laugh ooh, yes you didn't laugh during the singing and you did no rhymes uh please write in everybody say how much better i am all right let's get to do we need to talk about your insecurities what is happening right now i'm just trying to win okay everything uh, there's not a, no it's not a competition and i'm behind and i got a lot of catching up to do apparently all right a lot of people writing in about all this joy okay i want to i want to participate in some joy they know you happy too i don't they didn't write in about it uh let's see we got five star reviews this trick is not gonna work i don't know what's wrong with you <laughs> after the eight thousandth time you don't want to seem a little insecure about losing your top place at the top i'm gonna see why you're so threatened mm, oh interesting. no i'm not th- it's just oh. interesting. it's just interesting to notice i i mean that's fine ah and not out threatened because okay the joy in me mm-hmm. come up so the, so it does sound like it's a competition okay all right cool it's, it's not strong. a competition no yeah. it's not no it's not because you winning it's not a competition when you're at the top of i course get it it's i not get a competition it. when you're at the top uh, exactly after the eight thousand time five stars uh this is from random moob random oob uh i recently read that a person has to hear a marketing message seven times before taking an action with the blackout tips i probably heard the give us five stars reviews uh directive about 800 times <laughs> i guess we're not that effective at marketing the 801st <laughs> time here i am thank you for producing this show well it did work three to five times a week every week i've learned so much and have my perspective changed on so many topics for the better over the past four plus years continue keeping it 100 percent. well thank you thank you and i'm glad we finally wore you down baby some people it takes 800 times and you know what i'm okay with that i'm okay too we're gonna keep on doing it uh beautiful minds five stars this is from hardy girl who says i am sad angry and disappointed (laughs) what happened it has taken me so long to do a review for one of the most relatable podcasts of our times effortlessly entertaining hardworking, insightful and smart rob and karen don't necessarily demand their audience be better people or agree with their perspective instead they lead by example by striving to be better themselves and that is inspiring as hell and then they hold out a hand to the rest of us episode after episode and say you can come with us if you want to Mm -hmm. i cannot express enough how much i truly believe ron and karen act with the best of intentions in our hot take culture intentions are unpopular and inconvenient and mostly because of a few who hide behind them to avoid accountability but if we're being real if we're really honest we dismiss intentions because to value them will require we have patience and compassion to consider the humanity of imperfect people and view societal issues with nuance oh and they are funny they've managed to find the right balance of breadth and depth when covering pop, pop culture news and politics and they always find the funny angle even if it's just to keep from crying also if you listen over time to blackout tips you get to know roger and karen are individuals and as a couple without feeling like the podcast is just way a way to compliment themselves or air their gripes with the world when ronaldo and karen go on a rant <laughs> it feels earned they are genuinely interested in uh, and passionate about the subjects of their fury moreover as a born and bred southern black woman made in louisiana live in north carolina hey louisiana fast mm-hmm 
i appreciate the love that chicken with Popeyes. i'm sorry i had to finish it i appreciate the representation p.s i'm not only a listener i've been a sponsor triangle wine company oh hey baby that's my girl um working with the black autists has been a rewarding experience p.s uh, i mean friendly and professional they have always gone above and beyond often with hilarious results they inject energy and personality into every ad and i'm truly grateful as a small business owner bobbing and weaving in this economy i don't always have a budget to demonstrate my gratitude but i hope this review helps girl you know it helps mm-hmm. i think her name is tiffany if i'm not mistaken thank you baby. i hope i didn't uh, i hope i didn't guess wrong but <laughs> but uh absolutely and you were a pleasure to work with man mm-hmm. I, we try to make it easy as possible to do advertising and stuff with us we but do. you know it's just a fine line because like this is fine like because you one you have a rate that you should earn right and black people we always taking less for doing the same if not more work right and as a small business owner i know you understand too like there's a certain level of like yo in order to maintain my integrity i have to i want to get paid my my correct rate right right um but we've been on a lot of stuff you know people are willing to work with us if you know there's been times where people would be like well i can afford you know to do an ad for three days and i'll be like well let's you know we'll we'll stretch it to five or something we'll give you a couple free depending on what the business is who the person is there's been times where you know i ask the person what's your budget you know and we see if right. we can, if, if there's something we can do also you know pre- refer them to other podcasts because like just because you can't afford our rate we don't ever want it to be like well then because i think other podcasts need help and advertising helps them too but Mm -hmm. sometimes people just want you know just the one podcast they listen to or whatever i get it so anyway all that stuff to say like you know she was a pleasure to work with and then it was also fun because we were able to like um have fun with the ad and turn it into like a whole show and you know and i and i really did enjoy and do you know that stuff I, I, we still probably got wine in there yeah we enjoyed going and trying to find some cheese and crackers right it's like let's make it a thing because like the ingenuity and creativity is the thing that makes i think advertising dope mm-hmm. um for because i wanted to be fun and i wanted to feel different than other shows because right. you know another show they read 60 seconds on your ad and whatever and there are some ads we have to do like that mm-hmm. you know um can't all of them can't be you know because depending on how you guys don't know but behind the scenes some of these sponsors are like read our shit exactly how the fuck we said you got 60 seconds don't explain all this shit and don't be making no jokes about our shit like get in there and get it out right and you never want to like make them not get their money's worth so we we you know for them people we do it that way but you know we we had fun i remember we used to do bevel i made a bevel rap one mm-hmm. time like so yeah the, and i i'm glad to, to hear a sponsor has appreciated us going above and beyond and doing the extra thing instead of just doing a live read or or not the live reads aren't good we we're good at that too mm-hmm. but you know i appreciate that that they appreciate it same all right we got one five star review on stitcher black as the pit five stars uh uh so black is the pit is the name of the person left the five stars okay the name of the uh review is beat the brakes off of you <laughs> i've been listening for a strong year now and finally decided to leave a review of my favorite podcast this show has been life-changing and gives me the culture supplement i need as a as, as i remain a southern guy that has transplanted over to phoenix arizona the chicken has no seasoning here what oh no that's hell 
oh no there's some black people out there yeah you gotta yeah you gotta get with the right crew i don't know what you're doing the chicken don't have no season Mm -hmm. man i don't know how white arizona is but it's gotta be an enclave of blacks somewhere Somewhere, right in the corner somewhere you know what you gotta do you gotta do what the people did today find somebody having a funeral memorial and just and show up wait till the family leaving get it to go late we wouldn't have known we were, you could have walked off through you but now here you go here's the code to go play was plenty of food there's no way we knew all them people okay Mm-mm. it was a good 10 to 12 people i knew i knew they didn't know nobody because they came in like suits and shit i said hold up who are these black people ah by the end it was like some white people and shit i, I don't know what was happening but i know they got some chicken mm-hmm. uh karen got <laughs> you what are you oh man sometimes i wish i had a tv show because i could make a whole episode about going to church just because you miss black food mm-hmm. like wouldn't that be a thing like you go like you're not even you don't even believe in it but you just you just keep coming up with excuses to, to hit that after church meal mm-hmm. try to slide in slide out that would be a funny tv show yes karen put something on my mind when she brought up the old negro adage i'll beat the brakes off of you what does this phrase really mean right i believe i'll come up with the answer when one is going to beat the brakes off of you they simply mean that they are that as you stand there assumably stuck in one spot talking mess ready to fight or just plain looking stupid foot on the brake once i hit that haruken your feet will move, begin to move fastly quickly lol in a direction that is opposite of your current <laughs> thus the brakes have been removed yeah they have maybe I, you, literally your guess is as good as mine i really don't know what the fuck that means i just know i don't want it to happen to me no i don't want nothing beat off of me yeah i will beat the black the brakes off of you i like i'm really trying to think what possibly fucking mm-hmm. meant and how long have we been saying it have we only been saying this is the advent of cars I, I know that is like a negro spiritual you somebody say that everybody better be looking like oh were we saying it when there was like horses and buggies and i will beat the horseshoes off of you i don't even know what you say <laughs> beat the reins off of you i don't know what i do know is please don't beat the brakes off of me okay and don't beat the black off of me either and don't beat me to the white meat either i'm, yeah. I, I'm good on all those beatings there's only one type of beating off that goes on around here guys <laughs> all right I'm not doing the rest of this stuff uh all right let's get into the comments on the episodes on our website theblackouttips.com no comments on our first episode which is the feedback episode 2029 which was i think lovers and friends but we did have a poll are you planning on having sex in 2020 yes or no karen yes well obviously yes then i was gonna say no but uh, i guess yes <laughs> there's something you won't tell me <laughs> no no is there been an android in this house the fuck is this <laughs> uh anyway 74 <laughs> i like somebody i mean was i doing it with something somebody did well you were robot <laughs> remote in what is this i'm mr manhattan i could be in motor one place at once uh, apparently so working on the podcast having sex in another room uh playing borderlands 3 <laughs> uh, our, uh anyway uh yes 74 percent, 26 percent of y'all said no saving it for marriage i don't blame you okay that's how sierra got russell wilson um 
what uh brooklyn shoe base says see what had happened was my boyfriend and i broke up in june in an ugly way he's a narc and i got discarded i'm in the healing mode sex would be really nice but i'm not planning on getting any if i happen upon some sex it would be really nice uh <laughs> how do you happen upon some sex yeah if if the sex just come moseying on around my way i i won't say no yeah how does how does how does one happen upon sex yeah, yeah it, i mean in a non in a consensual way obviously i don't want yeah n- yeah not the the way that the, that like bill cosby happens mm-hmm. upon sex i mean no. how does a no, normal like, human being in a healthy functional relationship ma- mind how do they happen upon some sex yeah you just mosing about your way and you know all of a sudden you know ooh, piece of candy that's how it is oh some You're sex. Like, ooh, you know what we can do this you just walk into a, a room that you don't know what's in there you're like oh it's sex in here i guess uh, i'll be participating i just happened upon it Mm-hmm. i had the other day i happened upon some sex and i gotta tell you guys it was pretty good um i'm just not in an emotional place to develop any type of relationship for sex and i've never really been the tender hookup person so my copay for this therapy session will be in the mail <laughs> nah i don't blame you man i guess you can't force it you know Mm-mm uh and you only you know your emotional health man like there's nothing worse than you know trying to get into you're not in a good place and you bring somebody else into it somehow and now you know you got to deal with the fallout from that Mm -hmm. stefan uh edmund says to my to be honest i have been ghosted so many times this year i don't think i will be having sex now did i vote yes in the poll yes i did because i do plan on having sex well like all plans they usually take longer than expected and don't always go as planned love y'all well stefan i think you need to see if you can happen upon some sex okay yes. i think maybe you just start hanging out where brooklyn shoe babe hangs out and you just like yeah. put a sign on your shirt or something that's just mm-hmm. like just set ha- some sex if ha- you happen upon if you like to happen upon me let me know <laughs> let me know let me know okay i'm gonna be in the brooklyn library okay just happen upon my sex it's, it's totally fine uh all right we had episode 2030 pink tacos we had justin on this show uh everybody loves justin yes uh we had comments jl says this was the best reading rainbow segment and i'm disappointed that no one has accused me of creating a different account to leave that four-star review uh-huh. criticizing reading rainbow <laughs> <laughs> i well you know why no one's accused you jl because there's nobody that would think you would hide behind an alias no you just come yeah. out and tell us if you were gonna when have you ever said something horrible to me mm-hmm. that i disagreed with mm-hmm. and and did it from behind jail is i'm a said to your face type of man yeah it's why i respect hate you you know right because like uh at least he said it to my face but obviously this is some cone shit hating black panther <laughs> Catrice 206 says, I officially nominate Swords as a new official weapon of the show. LOL, priceless moment. I don't know what was going on. I don't know. I, I, I was just off. Oh, something was off. El Jefe says, Takashi 69's bodyguards are essentially the equivalent, the equivalent of big insurance. When you get sick and really need the insurance, they are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, this isn't what we signed up for, sicky. Right? You expect us to pay out? No. Wiz Khaleesi says, <laughs> I love that name i wonder if there are quesadildos on the menu (laughs) that's a good (laughs) oh yeah quesadildos you could top them with some jalapenos 
let's get the next one some, some slow delingus sure slow. yeah i couldn't help myself y'all i couldn't help myself well you got one in thank you uh poncho says sorry but we can't give tyler perry a pass because i we would give anybody else who has the resources he has a pass if they had a show called sisters with no black women writers well uh i feel what you're saying poncho but i'm gonna be real i'm not part of that we i was willing to watch confederate so i'm definitely not in the in the group yeah, of, of yeah. people that would have been pissed about that if it was someone else yeah it's it's a a group of people and they just you're just mad and it's okay like it's like fucking forever cool 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 yeah my man stereo williams said something on facebook that i think people should really take into account he was like there's a difference between critique and condemnation right and people need to figure out which one it is they want and which one they're doing i don't think people are critiquing tyler perry i think they're condemning him and they wish he didn't exist and they wish his work didn't exist i think at this point you're the one that's being unrealistic if you say i watched a new movie and i didn't like it and i'm gonna watch the next and i'm gonna complain about that now you're unrealistic i just want you to be healthy and safe that's all i tried my best to watch the new movie because people said it was his best work no no one said that no one said that you know no one said that poncho let's be honest that's not viral Mm-mm. the movie went viral with people saying it was his worst work right people was taking pictures of wigs it, the, there was not yes. one single review you read that said it was good let's just stop with the lies man we gotta be real if, we, if you're gonna write into the show i just demand raw intentional honesty that's all mm-hmm. I, 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 all i seen was jokes that's how i even knew it was out there jokes yeah maybe they laughingly said it was his best work on some like it's the best satirical like the best one to mock but no one no one's saying this is his best work Mm-mm. i haven't seen one person say that nope and i know there's always a person that says everything i haven't even seen that motherfucker <laughs> right it always pops up like there's not even like on twitter there's always someone going viral because pe- everyone disagrees with them and they keep retweeting it over and over not one person like i'm sorry but it's not we all know it's not true um anyway uh i i could only make it to the 15 minute mark my question is why can't he be both do both high quality for the niggas who like atlanta Mm -hmm. insecure and blackish and bullshit for the people who like the pains house of pain the have or have nots nope nope no because because that's the thing you don't demand this on other writers when you're talking about demanding shit you don't go to 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 other people and they go well make some shit for people that are not your audience like we don't say Issa Rae make something for the people that watch tyler perry movies right we don't say that Mm-mm. we go Issa Rae's in her lane doing the work she wants to do we don't demand that she represent all black people right and we don't bash her we don't use that as a cudgel against her like you don't represent all black people and the people who do that that do that to every black artist i don't like them me either i don't hang out with those kind of black people i think they're i think those motherfuckers are a real drag man they're just i mean they're just not good people to be around the people that elevate everything to like this super duper cause of like unity of blackness is like who the fuck as a creative wants that kind of pressure on them we don't put that pressure on anybody else so i don't like that shit you know and down the line by the way if 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 lena waith is a, a lesbian woman i don't expect her to make 
all, all her movies have to represent all lesbian or lgbtq people properly or else fuck her i'm i don't know why people do that because once you put that expectation on something you know people no one can live up to it because we don't have a unity of opinion and then you're just using it to you know like i like i said earlier con- to condemn them you're not critiquing you're condemning yeah you just don't want him to exist and the thing is you know you can always opt out what about you opting out right like you act like they you tyler Perry is supposed to cater to me no 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 no. he's a creative and creatives just create and you as a consumer you determine if you want to consume it or not your first and foremost audience as a creative is typically yourself right so if i like what i put out y'all can't do shit about it mm-hmm you know we, matter of fact what, what we do as a podcast we've had people write in with their criticisms and what we should do and change and sometimes you know we've taken okay maybe we can try this and other times it's been like yeah i think i like what i do more than i care what you think about it right and but- people can't relate to that until they're on the other side but that's how i feel for sure i don't care what people think about reading rainbow if if i like it more than they more i like it more than i like their opinion of me so we do Randy rainbow now see what i'm saying yeah and also for me it's one of those things to where like i said you're making a demand on him that you don't make on other creatives right and you know and it's also one of them things is that you're acting like you you can always not watch you can because that's the thing a lot of times put it like this i don't care about what people like and don't like like that like for me that's not the problem the problem is the people that don't like shit are so fucking vocal right they they were like i don't like it i don't like it okay okay you don't like it okay okay you didn't like the last 25 movies okay calm down nobody gives a fuck that you don't like the 26th movie and and that's right. the part that's the part that you don't want to hear and i think they're people being, telling y'all i've had enough of you and i think they're being dishonest because who the fuck watches 26 movies and keeps watching the next one talking about they hate it so at some point either you line or you're you're one of those people that what they say um repeating the same thing action expecting different results is a definition of insanity so you're either insane in that way or you're fucking uh just lying to everybody and you actually do secretly love telling everybody how fucking bad it is and how you can grandstand in your blackness and say how bad he is for black people and how great you must be because you hate him so right and also for for the average person when they don't like shit guess what they don't talk about it they don't consume it they stay away like like most people if they go well i don't like this they might say i don't like it but guess what that's the it for the average person they're they're not going to continue to consume something that they don't like like if we don't like adam sandler no one goes well adam sandler needs to make a movie for the people that don't like his other movies why and then there's always a part that they skip over in this because it's inconvenient tyler perry movies make a lot of money right they go go, well you only say he makes a lot of money to defend the fact he's not good no Mm -mm. i'm saying i'm agreeing with you i don't think he's very good at it i don't like the the work right for the most part it what i'm saying is what's the reward system that you want because the people that see his name and go i want to see that shit are not going to like the high art atlanta shit when they go in there they're that audience is going to feel betrayed no one thinks about this audience because everybody thinks they're better than these southern black women uh that that church going they, they everyone thinks they're better than these people so everyone's like we'll make the fucking atlanta for like the movie but with tyler perry's name on it and those people are going to walk in there and go that was some bullshit 
i want my fart jokes i want my cussing someone didn't nobody popped a cap up in here like i don't like this so i i think if you really truly respect black people and black art you have to be like this person found their audience i'm just not in it and that's their right and i'm and i'm cool not going to see it right and and the thing is reconciling and being okay with it because this is the thing tyler perry over served and super served a market like like this is a market out there y'all that's why it's making so much fucking money and people go i don't understand you're not his market and so you were being you were never going to be fed by what he put out there he oversaturated a market that was dying a a strong a, a market that was like give me something give me something he served them and so they were dedicated because he actually met their needs it's the same thing with black women rihanna rihanna came out with her makeup she served the underserved market so people paid her money because all of a sudden i can get some shit in my color and i don't have to mix and blend and all this shit use two shades but rihanna gets praised for that though right because it's makeup so rah 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 rihanna a rah 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 somebody a black woman that that that, that feels this hole and black women kind of be like oh I, I need this and then they get paid it, it's a reward but for some reason when it comes to tyler perry and henry one and his audience everybody goes fuck that fuck that fuck that fuck that fuck that but this audience still needs to be served right because what they want and i and i truly believe this they want his audience not to exist right they want his work not to exist they keep talking around it because they know that saying that is essentially you know anti-black because they're only saying it under the auspices of blackness they're not saying it because because there's plenty of terrible quote-unquote directors and movie makers that nobody that we like we just don't see their movies so you're not saying there's a reason this man has to change everything because you need to instill some type of black pride about his work and i'm just like i checked out on that i don't need that from him i don't need that from anybody to be honest i like to i think the idea of these people being individuals is probably the most radical fucking idea that can exist in blackness it's the hardest one to get to and we all have our moments where you just can't make it there with people but that to me that's the ultimate thing is being able to the day that i'm able to say ben carson is out here cooning and doing fucked up shit and it has no reflection on me as a black person that'll be the day that i feel really free until you know until then i'm always trying to get everybody to to have to 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 essentially uh live up to some level of respectability that's what i'm doing i'm not just saying individually i don't like your work i'm going you must change your work for the goodness of the race well then that's not really freedom no and diversity and the thing is people go with not a monolith well being not a monolith means everything don't have to be high art fart jokes right. is a part of the monolith too right you know telling raunchy stories and sex stories that's black shit too black people don't and the thing is y'all lie about so much stuff because the shit that y'all quote unquote a lot of people claim they want people won't fucking watch right you don't watch the shit and where's the money coming from then right like no one likes to these are the questions people don't like to answer man like when they had these critiques it's so why should he listen to you because it's going to come down to some black respectability shit there's no good answer for why he should have to listen to you that's not couched in some level of i find this to kind of be embarrassing to me personally as a black person because there's no fucking reason he should listen to you he already told you he don't care about white people awards right he said well y'all was worried about a seat at the table i made my own table he don't care about that so you just have for me personally 
i reconcile it by i respect that man's path that he is taking on his own not a big fan of his work don't mind that he exists don't not bother by it at all at all and if i find something reprehensible or whatever i don't watch it but guess what i don't watch anything reprehensible i don't like by people so it's not you know and then the te- and i take it one step further sometimes i enjoy bad shit correct so i'm gonna partake in this bad shit because i find it to be enjoyable and it's a shame that you know everybody can't get like me and find their happiness in it but cool but you're watching this literally with your fucking like respectability lenses on being like i need this dude to do something for blackness that's it um don't forget that him and oprah even had a falling out because she wanted him to get writers one i've not heard that story but i don't care y'all don't like oprah every other week too so like what the fuck today today oh man gotta listen to oprah tomorrow it's gonna be she better not run for president and then the next day she out here doing documentaries about black men uh the sexual predators what about harvey Weinstein? i don't know what the fuck y'all gonna think about oprah next week i like oprah too so i just leave it at that i don't really have a problem with oprah either uh, i got love for him but i do want him to do better and think that everybody's criticism about his his work no it's not i put it this way i don't know you poncho maybe you really are the last and the most unique nigga on the earth and you truly do think 50 movies in he's gonna get it right maybe you maybe that's really how you feel i don't know you so i can't say but not knowing you and knowing people that have said this same thing right that's what i'm speaking I, to. i right. know that i know this much i don't believe you Mm-mm. and i don't believe them either i don't give a fuck they could be my best fucking friend they could tell me that shit to my face and i'm gonna tell them i think you're lying you either in denial or because i don't want to say you're you're dumb but i mean i take made this analogy with justin the other day it's like watching the nba i'm watching james harden i know how james harden plays imagine that i keep going well i'm waiting for the day where he stops playing like james harden and starts playing like another nba player that i do like that's ridiculous i'm the one who's you would look at me and be like ryan what the fuck is wrong with you this dude has won two mvps and or whatever the fuck and he's averaged the most points in the nba this is his game and this is how he's gonna play it for as long as he can and i go no but i think if he plays like lebron james you would be like rod something you're gonna go crazy watching this man's games getting upset every time you watch him play you're gonna i'm saying this as a friend don't do it right that's how i feel like my friends would tell me if they saw me hating on james harden day in day out right i feel like that's what y'all are doing with tyler perry i feel like you are my friend who has a fucked up significant other who you love to complain about but you won't break up with them and god damn it i got a lot i don't have many anytime minutes okay my anytime minutes are running the fuck out and i don't want to be on the phone with you all day wasting any time minutes listening to you complain about this nigga over and over again it's the same complaints from the last movie and the movie before that and the movie before that it's too fucking much there's a couple highs within his entire catalog and a whole bunch of lows you don't fuck with i don't know what to tell you dog you gotta let it go for your sake not for me because i don't want to see y'all mad all the time right because i could continually cook off of this nigga making these movies me too for the rest of my life i'm never gonna get tired of these movies i'm never gonna get tired mm-hmm. in fact i want him to bring back the boo series i want yes. a boo three i don't I, I i don't know what to tell y'all man i'm sorry that y'all are upset but yeah and the other thing too is like when we're like 
i can't give him a pass nigga tyler perry don't know you like like we elevate our own entitlement and, and, and importance when we do this like i can't i gotta hold oprah accountable oprah doesn't she will never hear what you said about her so so like what can we control you know what i'm saying i'm not saying you can't be upset blah 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 but just this idea that you're holding them accountable with your comment on our on our podcast that she's never heard of i'm promising you you're not nothing's happening you can start a petition she'll never see it and if she does she'll you know it'll be a gofundme i mean uh what else petition.org websites and there'll be fucking a million signatures and you know she'll be like tuh i'm not doing that right that's just how it is these motherfuckers don't they're not sitting around trying to please us and especially when they are being fed by these other people's money they're mm-hmm. never coming around to you mm-hmm. they do not miss y'all dollars i hope y'all understand that they are not missing your your, your protesting and for some of y'all it's a focot because the shit probably wouldn't trend it on netflix because everybody hated it some of y'all watched it yeah so anyway man good luck with that though i mean like i said i just see it differently i'm not trying to be disrespectful poncho mm-hmm. but i i mean you represent and i'm glad you wrote in because you represent a lot of people who say these things right and that's who more we're talking to like yes. i said i don't mean to be disrespectful but i just simply cannot believe you and i don't feel like you're being honest with yourself i think if you were honest with yourself you'd realize that it's not about hoping he gets better it's Mm-mm. really about hoping he goes away right and doesn't exist yeah because every time someone's like well he could at least fund other people's work who's gonna be the person that picks who's work to fund him so you think he gonna pick people that do the opposite work of him no he's gonna pick people that do shit like he likes for his audience who likes the shit that he does so you're just gonna get td jakes you know producing or right you know i'm producing the td jakes show now that's just what the fuck is gonna be man style nosh says i can't believe justin said very casually are there any games today what my team has battled a multitude of misfortune for 50 years including the madden curse <laughs> this year that rod so eloquently pointed out earlier in the season they deliver some of the most entertaining football games in the last two seasons to reach back to back afc championship games and justin is talking like there may be a pickup game a touch football going on later at the park you hate to see it as a regular faithful listener to balls these sports to not hear one peep from rod karen justin about the epic kansas city chiefs comeback against the houston texas that hurt but maybe it's my fault for not writing into the show okay before we go in definitely your fault you know yeah. we don't talk about y'all little sports games mm-hmm. on the sports show we, you we want talk to about t- the shit that really matters baby mamas you want us to talk about sports on the sports show you get that up front and write in and we can give you the full breakdown of the numbers and stuff that we you know we're not gonna do but you can write in and we can talk about what we've seen we talk about leg locking if you weren't excited enough to write in how can i be excited enough to talk about it you know i watched like three minutes of football and this i listen i bought a pair of colin kaepernick shoes okay guys i'm boycotting i've been telling y'all this all Uh season i'm off of the nfl okay i only catch it for five minutes before i had to take my old man couch nap, couch nap i haven't really been watching yeah we talk about instagram thoughting yeah i told people years ago i i've been falling off of football for a long time and sure if i can focot now i guess i'll join the focot yeah, so we don't got red zone yeah you know gotta get the people you know the people that hate that there was that was talking all the shit and that hate uh that hate that uh i wasn't joining in the protest even though i was telling them i'm not really watching football as much because I, I just don't it's not as good as it used to be 
so anyway i haven't been watching the games i've seen some of that comeback because i think we went to a, a bar mm-hmm. yeah we went to a bar and we saw the comeback live i, I mean when it was happening i said these things are gonna come back mm-hmm. so you know and then uh, of course the uh titans game i mean that shit was boring that, the titans shouldn't even be out there with kansas city kansas is too good mm-hmm. and uh honestly yeah. the, the only thing that can happen come, coming out of this uh super bowl uh i mean the titans have to win i mean the, the kansas city chiefs have to win or else your man mahomes has failed all black people it's, it's a really a zero-sum game so i hope he wins yeah and uh you and you talking about somebody that won her own fantasy football league and didn't even realize it karen didn't even know she won the fantasy I, football league. i thought i was out the playoffs we don't have red zone my team was bad my team was bad i i was like because i always play to the end my team was so bad i was like well shit i'm out the playoffs but i'll keep playing fucked around and win right me, you know you won i was like bitch no i didn't right so okay i'm it's no offense to you i appreciate you writing in but if you want us to talk sports please write in because i want to talk about cam newton cheating on his baby mama with mm-hmm. another woman yes sir i'm trying to talk about antonio brown 911 call mm-hmm. i'm trying to talk about uh drea putting up a picture of russell wilson with baby future talking about what i gotta do sierra for me to get a man like this that's the type of sports we cover that's the sports show okay this motherfucking is eli man in hall of fame nigga i don't care you know what i'm saying those are sports topics <laughs> who cares about that shit and why don't they call it the hall of accomplishment because it's not the hall of fame eli manning is famous he should be in the hall of fame if we're talking about the hall of statistics then of course not he's sorry as shit had like three good games like anyway just saying sports sports shock is stupid but that's okay i'll keep riding for my kansas city chiefs wave all the way to miami and i'll keep listening to balls esports too hey that's what i like to hear Thank i mean you. how else will i know that cam news out here getting caught up in the leg lock see, see? this is the see? work we do see yeah this is our mission at balls esports we keep y'all informed on the stories that nobody else is covering he literally was balls deep okay ah, yes he was right up our alley and her alley i mean let's be honest that's why we listen love you guys i always love when justin joins the regular show styles nosh in atlanta kc native go chiefs go chiefs thank you baby i hope y'all win man what's the other people Me playing too. i don't know but I, i'm over for kc 49ers 49ers the other team playing and i don't like them like there's nothing about that team that i really like good team though you know they only need to play one good game so hey maybe you just i don't know maybe they can do that thing where they just run the ball a whole lot and patrick mahomes didn't get the ball you know super bowls always be weird as fuck anyway it's always some stupid shit that happened like uh the, the one the, the sorry team it's, it be raining or something it's always some weird shit that make it like a oh it's gonna come down to the fourth quarter you know at least lately but i to be honest i'd love to see like kansas city go just blow these niggas out just just like not even like we only watching for the commercials i love to see that yeah i always come for the commercials anyway yeah i'd love to see that evie says i bet the dildo tacos ladies customers are always wondering why the tortillas taste so yeasty yuck oh, uh. yuck uh thank you evie <laughs> <laughs> the poll was should instagram inform you when a pic has been altered yes we need to know the truth no i don't want to know karen i don't want to know okay uh 66 actually don't care uh i say yes we need the truth 66 percent of people agree with me 
34 percent of the people agree with karen the reason i no comments by the way but the reason i like this idea is because honestly for the kids you know i think the body image okay. issue okay that, so from that perspective i'm okay because i was just thinking about for me and as an adult yeah but yeah for children yes yes te- yeah but no need to say that this you know this is the before and after or something this picture has been altered yeah i want them to be like look man i don't you know this is not this is photoshop yeah That's nobody the, nobody's body actually looks like yeah that. so don't like fucking try to kill yourself to get to look like this woman who clearly just is using a whole bunch of you know angles filters and photoshop come on eve says i agree with you oh episode uh 2031 the water warehouse and this is a momentous occasion here guys so be ready for eve's comment Uh oh i agree with you on burger king they are doing the absolute most they seem to be throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks i knew something was up when they started selling tacos burger king is trash anyway worst fast food fries and burgers taste like charcoal doesn't even come close to arby's wow <laughs> we agree on everything but the last sentence sis i'm gonna take this as a victory i'm as not a win. take it as a win yeah i'm moving on to the next don't, topic don't look at your in the face the poll was should the pr should the puerto rico emergency director have to go to jail yes that was a criminal negligence having all those supplies in the warehouse no it was messed up but not a crime karen yes wow you negroes always love to send somebody to the prison industrial complex why can't we just have prison abolition and a person mm-hmm. like this that is in charge yep. of life-saving resources and dozens of people die why do they got to go to jail this is just like the flint thing all over again i'm sick of jail being the only solution you guys are looking into but then, then what is the option that we would both we will talk to them nicely we no. will say you should mm-hmm. not have done that bad no. job no. bad bad job Mm-mm. and then they'll learn not to do it again we leave them in charge because i mean watching anyone you know we don't want to hurt their feelings mm, i disagree i disagree homeboy okay well i guess you and everybody just 94 percent of y'all basically uh, said 93 percent of y'all said he, they should go to jail lock them niggas up seven percent of y'all agree with me that they should be free to just do it again because fuck it what are rules why why do we even care hmm? uh the last <laughs> the last episode of the week was 2032 panic culture all right um and we talked about a lot of stuff all right the the opening reading rainbow was about how social media changes our creativity um miss barnes 72 says thank you for your perspective on panic culture i was that person that watches the news all the time but the way the news tries to make everything panicky i will either lead to i will either read the news from bbc or um i'm going back to uh reading newspapers yeah i also read my news from the bbc okay you know y'all talking they about do two, a lot of good work no two different bbc's two two the two completely different like BBCs. karen please the bbc um featured on black black raw um Mm-mm. i don't uh, think she's talking about that bbc she's talking about the british what? columbia oh oh the oh the british broadcasting company okay yes. my bad okay that bbc oh oh well, yeah 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 they I cool mean, too I mean, they, they, bo- cool they too. both own films but they two different types of films they do good work i mean they saying? both can inform you a shit but they inform you in two different types okay no nah, i no i thought she was talking about like lex and this deal mandingo you mm-hmm. know them people. okay mm-hmm. cool cool mm-hmm. i get it my bad total <laughs> forget what i said guys no she's felix. talking about she to tell you what's happening near a uh, big ben okay just complete misunderstanding my bad felix, just clarify next time can y'all write it all the way out because uh that's just not what i've been told it means that's all <laughs> 
uh felix says really love the reading rainbow segment i keep finding myself starting to get mad at things i see on the news and social media catching myself and just logging off of twitter or turning up off the news before i stress myself out even with using social media way less than i used to uh every time i took a look at it it gets always gets harder to not to not just keep scrolling which is very bad especially when the time i can spend doing creative things is limited you both really hit the nail on the head with the discussion thank you Mm-hmm. yeah man um another thing i've been doing lately i didn't realize they added this feature on uh facebook and maybe they've been at it i just didn't realize it but you can like choose to unfollow people mm-hmm. in your main feed without unfriending them so yes. you don't have to worry about their hurt feelings and that shit. is the best shit ever i actually use that a lot yeah because some of these people man yeah, like yeah, some of y'all too much. i find I, I think it's the algor- algorithm though because mm-hmm. i'm sure they find me too much as well but it's like they like it's like facebook seeks out these people that like you got to interact with this look at their opinion on this and i like they got the most interacting okay bitch and it don't mean it's not positive so i just unfollow a lot of people now i do too um trey writes in thanks for the reading rainbow segment i think one of the key things is obviously people not falling for the banana in the tailpipe it boggles my mind when i see folks on social media let strangers take them to that stressful last place right you always make a good point uh pointing this out on the show that you never know what a person's motives are for posting wild shit online yeah you don't man the other thing i'm realizing too man like i it's about that time for the primaries they're heating up mm-hmm. and uh people's opposition research is starting to come to a head and you know the fans online that that do the kind of cult of personality thing for these politicians are going back and forth and one of the things i realize is i can post an article and opinion and i just don't have to interact with you no i don't i don't owe it to anybody because not everyone's in good faith interaction <clears throat> is, is not guaranteed <clears throat> nor is it promised i prefer to talk to people i know hopefully in real life or not at all and so you know that's why i put on my quality filter that's why i'm not normally in my mentions going back and forth with people anymore because it's just like it was not healthy it was it was i was in a bad place it's putting me in a bad place and anger feels like power so at that time i never felt like i was in a bad place but but i was and i I only know so now in hindsight well i'm like i shouldn't have been arguing with some fucking like uh anime avatar nigga all day what what that's not good anime in in, in animal right landscapes mm-hmm. do with shades and hat on it's just it's a bunch of just no horizons of the sun coming up no thank right. you right and some of that some of those people are going to be good people real people i don't care Mm-mm. put your face in your fucking avatar right what's going on with everybody like what are you saying online is so scary you gotta be like i'm just gonna make myself a cartoon because don't nobody need to know i'm over here saying this shit i'm scared like i don't like that shit (laughs) i don't like that shit i wish there was a way to be like not just the just all cartoon avatars no like be a real person eagles flags yeah maybe a caricature of yourself would be okay but not no like bob's burgers is yelling at me talking about i don't see what's wrong with joe rogan saying the n-word you know what Mm-mm. i don't want to talk to you no okay i don't believe sasuke uchiha would have this opinion so i'm gonna need you to Come chill on. the fuck out he would actually be against this right <laughs> uh, listen in the leaf village we listen to joe rogan's podcast all day and we don't have no problem with him Mm-mm. naruto would not go for that one thing i learned for myself is to try and i stress try to use the platforms for good in some kind of way whether it's bringing awareness to causes or justly uh adjusted situations in or in my case i use to educate myself or get advice from pro filmmakers or screenwriters i follow on twitter use the platform for some kind of good 
that's that's smart if you can and just keep strolling past the bad thanks again Ron and karen yeah i to be honest man like what i'm trying to do and it's hard because you know i'm a human being and it's like the quickest thing you can do is just like fire for tweet or something mm-hmm. but what i'm trying to do is try to remember my lane is funny right and go back to like what can i i don't mind commenting on things but what can how could i get to the funny in the thing rather than the first thing because the first thing i think most of the time is not funny especially when it's something serious like I, i'm normally i'm pretty mad but if i can point out the irony or the funniness or the this is like this or people say this thing but then they do this thing you guys hear it on the show all the time i'm sure some of y'all are sick of it but i <laughs> that's how that's how my brain works and that's what the fuck i'm gonna do you know so if i can find that i don't mind talking as much but sometimes i can't find it and there's topics i just don't talk about because i'm like this shit is stupid or i what i'm gonna say is so obvious and not funny i just don't want to contribute um and then sometimes and then sometimes the joke will hit me i'm like boom that's that's the joke so evie says i really love the joy in your voice when you sing reading rainbow karen see here we go here we go <laughs> and that's, thank you baby and that's why arby sucks it's my oh, new no. favorite segment because not only do i learn things i get my life when you sing the song thank you i saw the latest tyler perry movie on netflix and it was a hot ass mess and i loved every minute of it because i laughed and laughed the key to watching tyler perry movies is to suspend disbelief don't try to think too hard about it or else they're not as enjoyable yeah i i mean i'm just here for my stories honestly i want tyler netflix to put this out in the theaters for a week i'll go see it i don't give a fuck it's a fathom event i'll go see it yeah i'll pay the extra i'll pay money. the extra money i'll go see it with my folks if the black house oh, that'll could, be fun if we could rent out a theater and sell the tickets and just have a private screening of tyler i would do this for for the folks for the culture for the people mm-hmm. that give a fuck that want to have a good time and for the ones that hate i'll show you how to have a good time it's so much more fun than what you doing like damn nobody think it's good but we do we are gonna have our fun yes sir last but not least i'm probably going to get called a coon for this but during the white people segment in my opinion i like the original white versions of the song versus the covers although the black covers are way better than when white people cover black songs still some of those white songs slap please don't come for me willie d oh we won't baby. i'm listen i'm not gonna say a single bad thing about you ev that's your prerogative and that's fine with me mm-hmm. i feel like in the it, it lends to equality that we have diverse opinions of people that write into the show right so don't feel bad about that at all mm-hmm. everybody don't always agree with us what i will say is this people that are listening to the show this is the motherfucker that talk about arby's is good i rest my fucking case uh let's get to the poll <laughs> that's y'all leader okay uh did you get a bonus <laughs> did you get a bonus at your job yes no i don't have a job care no you know i don't get a bonus it's, we pay ourselves although could i give myself a bonus yes you could if you if you wanted to mm-hmm. if you hmm. tax at a much higher rate oh yeah that's right the tax implication nah i'm gonna I'm gonna just keep paying myself uh the same amount every particularly in north carolina they fucking kill you with that bonus yeah i don't know everything i feel like i'm i don't need the irs calling my house and shit like nigga this bonus what's up with this i don't know how it works anyway uh yes 50 percent of our audience got a bonus at their job good congratulations good mm-hmm. for you 45 a lot of jobs stop doing that yeah and i used to do like 
there was a company we used to get a bonus but it was like a hundred dollars and so hundred dollars taxed at fucking 60 percent yes like, north carolina fucking ridiculous like, like i said they tax it so goddamn high you like just give me a fucking gift card the hell is this yeah uh 45 percent said no i'm sorry and five percent don't even have a job and i completely i've been there too mm-hmm. been in all these categories um eve says at my last corporate job we got 25 dollars gift cards as bonuses and it was taxed damn oh so they just didn't go up the street and just get a gift card and give it to you like most jobs i mean do. i would feel sad for you but 25 dollars tax is really like three meals at arby's so congratulations i guess since you love it so much why don't you marry arby's hmm? <laughs> <laughs> stefan said i hope uh, eve's been listening long enough that i know Oh. she's she's laughing she get the jokes yeah. yeah uh stefan says hi guys i just see the empath in me guys i leaped out just now fucked up my own good feelings of jokes it was like but what <laughs> if what if her feelings are hurt from these jokes I'm like oh god no mm, she's been around long enough stefan says hi guys i just had a question for rod i heard you mention you watched the leftovers i'm a huge fan of the show however the show has so much going on the last four episodes had me kind of confused on some things however i just wanted to know what did you think of the show overall how did you feel about the ending and were you satisfied with how it ended thank you oh man i really enjoyed the show because of the ending i appreciated the ending because ah, i guess it's a spoiler but it's old right yeah, um it's been like four five years now so the idea years. of like this alternate dimension earth where the half the people had gone and the other half of the people had stayed on the earth that we originally saw and um i actually like that I, I thought it uh for a lindelof show um i had low expectations i didn't think we would even get any real answers i thought he was going to end it with the like it's really about the journey and no he gave us definitive answers um i do find lindelof uh just like lost i found the leftovers a little tedious and we need to keep coming up with questions that are the answers to other questions thing but um between the acting performances and that ending i felt that it was enough of a payoff for me to at least admit it was a huge improvement over loss for me um that being said it does not even compare to watchmen to me watchmen was fucking fantastic 10 out of 10 i'd say leftovers is probably like 7 out of 10 for me maybe 6 out of 10 because there is a long wait for some of these answers and the the answering questions with question thing is weird and that joint also had a magical negro type thing happening in it with some like <laughs> niggas with su- <laughs> it's like this witch that happens to be black and this other person in the future and they black and this other i'm like mm, what's happening with all the black people with the powers but um but yeah I, other than that i mean i, mean, I really like the show to be honest man I, I and it introduced me to uh some 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 good actors and stuff so yeah i, I liked it a lot so um hope that answered your question uh all right that's it for that segment we also have some a voicemail okay uh 704-557-0186 is the voicemail line make sure it's two minutes or less you will get cut off yeah the voicemail don't play yeah so 704-557-0186 before you play it i hope if y'all know it's not our voice so if you're expecting to hear us you're gonna be like am i calling the right number yeah hey rod hey karen um i was just calling because I was listening to the pregame yesterday. It was, I guess, the old pregame episodes. There's so many premium 
episodes, and I don't always listen to them in order. But I haven't been listening to the main podcast. And, uh, Ron and Justin were discussing how you lost your mom. So I just wanted to send condolences and send you love. And Thank you, baby. The healing journey is going well. Um, it is. I, hadn't been listening to the main podcast because we lost two people uh, in my family oh, my condolences, uh, just this month alone so mm. uh, so I understand and just want to send you guys love and tell you guys that I love you in the podcast and I hope you guys are doing well uh, alright Karen love you thank love you, you baby right, thank bye-bye. you yeah love back to you man mm-hmm. for yourself and your family it's you know it's hard you know like i say mama said there's gonna be days like this right for real for real like said them old folks saying you go whatever mama mm-hmm. but it's real. she get real you be like oh she, she knew what she was talking about that's what they meant <laughs> that's what they mean by mama say they're gonna okay cool because yeah absolutely mama did say and yes it is um she told me that and i blew her off which she was right yeah we got a couple um podcast emails um let me see if i can get to them because my computer's moving slow no problem um the first one is from bria who says please please review tyler perry's a fall from grace on netflix i mean i would but guys we just want him to do better and so um we can't we can't do that okay we that like we would just be encouraging him to not make insecure level art okay um no absolutely we're gonna review it uh the title says it all hi rod the title says all my boyfriend and i have watched the movie three times this weekend okay it has provided us endless entertainment and hours of discussion we can't we really can't believe this movie got made at all it's the most tyler parried tyler perry movie that has ever tyler parried Ah! <laughs> i know this isn't a movie you would normally review oh uh, yes it is but i would love if you and justin dissect this movie bad wigs and all yeah i'm gonna do a review with justin and i'm gonna do one with karen yes also i'm so it's just you guys can imagine it's been busy right so so that's the only reason we have it i haven't right. even watched it yet and i'm that's like that's the biggest reason why because all the stuff happening this month i'm literally saving it like a treat okay looking forward to this also i'm so sorry to hear about karen's mother please let her know she is love supported thanks bria thank you baby well, she knows at least i try to make sure she knows thank you and crystal says uncle tom history uh hello Ryder karen i was perusing facebook and came across this article it's very interesting as it discusses the history of uncle tom and the man who inspired the story i think of the rewriting of history often yeah because that's a that's a thing that's not well known we call people uncle tom but uncle tom and uncle tom's cabin was not a coon we just like somehow it became known uh through common nomenclature or whatever through you know the rebranding of shit like i think it was during like the 70s um black power movement that the uh, the term uncle tom became this pejorative thing of like this motherfucker's an uncle tom but then if you read the, the book it's like uncle tom was just a black man trying to do his best he wasn't out here like selling out his people and shit uh i think of rewriting about history often when they are changing the narrative of the textbooks and obviously everyone is in an uproar but we don't think about the true implications of this in 100 to 200 years when people think slavery truly was just a work for slaves who were paid in food and shelter because that's what the textbooks told them and people are wondering why african americans are so angry about it this is how it happens i haven't researched the validity of this article but wanted to share to find out if y'all knew all this i certainly didn't but do often wonder the true origins of the certain words coon uncle tom etc yeah i didn't uh get a chance to read this whole thing yet um 
it's on urban intellectuals uh so i don't know I, this is not a site that i'm familiar with the uh validity of it or not right so um but yeah you can google it man like it's like uncle tom's cabin is not what people what you would think with the way we think of uncle tom um you know um now you know what i'm saying yeah harriet mm-hmm. beecher stowe wrote it um stowe's melodramatic story humanizes suffering of slavery for white audiences by portraying tom as a jesus-like figure who ultimately is martyred beaten to death by a cruel master because he refuses to betray the whereabouts of two women who had escaped from slavery right but uh that's not that's not at all what the definition of uncle tom is you know so anyway that's it for today's episode except for one thing we did get one more card in the mail yay oh and then paul andre joseph we mentioned this already on a pregame at balls deep which is where he emailed but he sent us so much fucking sweets and alcohol Mm -hmm. thank you baby yeah i'm gonna die okay i said listen justin i'm just gonna pick out half of this stuff and then I'm you can not, have the other half oh, nobody's died so. i know karen doesn't give a damn about mm-hmm. me my health or any of you uh mm-hmm. she's gonna do the podcast by herself as i just wither away but i, I do care about I, your no, health and not, you but i said i'm not gonna die even though start, I, even though the stuff is written in another language i know i can look at the i know a gummy worm when i see one let's not start the lies okay you know you don't care <laughs> <laughs> but nah we gave half to justin and he got a bottle and we got a couple bottles so thank you thank you uh this one is from miss barnes who writes wishing you peace on the cover of it inside to heal your heart and bring you comfort it says i'm so sorry to hear about your mother may you find peace and comfort in this time love um and it says uh something cam miss barnes 72 aka miss barnes 72 sonya aka miss barnes 72 okay cool got it thank you thank you we appreciate it mm-hmm. um and yeah man we uh uh you know like i said it's been a hell of a week uh we are about that time where we need to take a week off i can't i have to look at the schedule and see if it's gonna be this week or next week but soon my g's okay gotta take some time off yeah, this so. month has literally been something else and honestly like i this was a day that i was like when we get to this day we can breathe and then right start evaluating things so we may not be we may not be doing regular shows the this week or we may i mean there are some things i want to talk about mm-hmm. but pretty soon one of these weeks week off so just be prepared i won't see no complaining and stuff Actually, what happened where y'all at yeah you can complain i, I don't care it just yeah, complain. let you, us know we missed yeah just let us know you missed us so it's cool uh but go listen to some of these other podcasts okay when uh when we take some time off there's a bunch of other black podcasts that mm-hmm. could use listeners and deserve listeners they were, they make really good stuff so don't they just do. don't just only listen to us when we take time off you know all right y'all until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.